Hello and welcome back to another episode of What Time Is It? The episode about clocks for horologists and all your horology news. Let's get started. Just kidding guys. Ha ha ha. Fooljee. This is obviously another episode of The Projection Room. A Rathpeakin Rambler podcast. Welcome back. Um, start of phase two today guys. How excited are we? I'll be honest, like, I'm not entirely sure what we're allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do, I think. And stop me if I'm wrong. (laughs) You can't, because I'm recording this. (laughs) You can't stop me. Um, We're allowed to travel anywhere within the confines of our county. (laughs) Ha ha, loud. All the small counties. Leitrim, ha ha. or else 20 kilometers so it doesn't actually matter what county you're from if you're from Louth or Leitrim you can go you know somewhere else um for an old day trip um so that's not too bad and a, a good shot of shops are opening up today I believe um I know hairdressers aren't opening up and stuff like that but um good it'll be good to see a bit of a life back in the old bones of, of Ireland again although I hope that this doesn't bring um, a spike in a few weeks. I I left Nace for the first time in two months yesterday. And it was brilliant. And it was great to go for a walk uh, down by Blessington Lake. Lakes. Um, which was probably above the five kilometer limit. But hey, I'm a rebel. That's what I do. You know. Fuck 12. <laughs> but uh, phase two today, guys. So, yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? And it's good to see that, like, you know, especially for me now, knowing that contact training is allowed at the end of the month, I think it's 29th of June, and then in the end of July, we can start playing matches again. And I think that'll be great for a lot of young fellas. Um, mental health and a lot of young women's mental health. And I don't know when we can start, because I help out with training the the kids in Rathweek, and I don't know when we can start doing that again. But, you know, that'll be great for that to kind of get a roadmap back to that as well, you know. And especially back to playing football and hurling. Um, I know it's only Junior B, but it gives me joy, so cannot wait for that. Um, a few bits of news. Um, so released um a poem yesterday on the blog if anybody would like to check that out um we were walking uh by the royal canal uh, i think it's the royal canal here in nice um i'm nearly sure it is and a swan had blocked the path on the opposite side he had not blocked it he was just protecting his signets you know but it was he was close enough that his fucking neck could come out and get you like they're nasty bastards swans. Um, so I wrote a poem about that, and also there's a po a cafe here in Nice called Swans Cafe, and to be fair, all oh, their sandwiches and food is unreal, and they actually serve the nicest mocha. Um, in definitely Leinster, anyways. I'm just going to put it out there. They definitely. I haven't been to every county in Leinster. I don't intend on it, but I'm going to put Swans as the number one. 
Mocha supplier, this side of the Liffey. And I just started having funny thoughts about that. I was like, Swan's Cafe, wouldn't it be funny? Isn't it a funny image, guys, to think of a swan honking and squawking and telling everyone, like, right, tomorrow I'm going bringing my young fellas down to the Royal Canal. And I'm going to fucking fight any man who comes down, all right? And all the other birds are like, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The herons in the corner are away going, for fuck this fella again, huh? I will see you, okay, do it, you about him, huh? And they're all from um, rural Cork. But please go on my blog, click the click the link. If you're on Podbean here, um, click, the li- click the link for my blog. Or else you can go on to, um, just go on to any, any reputable search engine. And type in Rathpeak and Rambler, and it'll be on the front page. Um, and that was called the Swan King of Nace, and got a good bit of uh, views and that a bit of feedback. So please check that out. Um, and I suppose another bit of news then is that I've decided to open up a subscription service. Right, I know that I'm not I'm not in the game long. You know, I'm a rookie, but. I eventually want to make like this my main job, whether that be going on to a radio station or um, you know becoming a radio presenter or you know working in media somewhere, writing for a magazine or a paper or whatever. I want to make that my job, you know, and I don't mind my job now, but it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, and being from home, working from home has actually opened up a lot of my creative juices so um i've opened up a subscription service like all of the blog will still be free most of it anyways you're still going to get um this podcast will i will never charge for this um unless i get really famous and then i can open up a patreon you know and i can start like having you know a, a bonus blog a bonus podcast or whatever but you're still getting like your movie reviews during the week your mental health piece on a Friday, and um, you're getting the podcast every Monday and every second Friday, and the subscription service, I've opened up two, there's a fiver and a seven one, you can just subscribe to the fiver one, that's fine as well, and you'll get like um, the odd extra kind of opinion piece, like maybe once a week, and you'll also get like... um, all my poems and short stories that I'm I like workshop out and test out and I'm trying to work on it because I know I said you can whatever you can afford but it, the button wouldn't work but I'm going to try and get that as well so you can you know even a euro a month or something 12 euro a year that's grand like I'll take that um thank you so much and thanks to people who have subscribed already i've gotten two or three so thanks so much guys um shout out to rob and to rob in blarney and to hannah in minnesota and to katie in nace the love of my life thank you so much to everyone so far um the last bit of news then is i did another little sketch there of um karen in the office and i also added a new um character tiernan and the two of them get on like a house on fire, so they do. Huh? Oh, jeez, they're mad in the head, the two of them. And, and you know what I'd say? They fancy each other, but they're in the office and they don't know what to do. Um, I'm going completely cracked. No. <laughs> uh, I just had this idea for sketch. I put it up on my uh, social medias there yesterday on Facebook, 
Twitter and Instagram. And I have a lot of more ideas for the two of them now, actually. So I'm going to give that a go as well. Um, I'm a four-pronged attack, right? I'm written word. I'm spoken word. I'm sketch comedy. And there's another prong in there that I didn't... I, I'm three-pronged attack, okay? I'll never go back to my word. <laughs> I'm a three-pronged attack. But anyways, that's the only news I can think of right now, guys. Um, please go follow the blog. That's where I do most of my stuff, the writing and all that. Um, I My DMs are open for suggestions, for ideas and stuff. Now, I, you know, I have the subscription open for that, so if anybody wants... They can pitch me any idea and I will do it. Most ideas anyways, you know, within reason. Um, I'll do any movie review you wish, providing it's on Netflix UK and Ireland, um, Amazon Prime or Disney Plus. And yeah, I'll do write opinion pieces on whatever you'd like, providing you give me a bit of dash. Because it's time to make the side hustle my main hustle. Okay, so that's the plan. We'll see how long it goes on for. And yeah, let's get into it. I done seen all of these movies, I done read reviews But all these other critics leave me less amused I still need opinions, I'm just messing, dude But it's gotta come from the projection room, yeah, yeah So, this week, I'm gonna be talking about the new Irish movie, Dating Amber It released on Friday on Amazon Prime The review is gonna be either be out on my blog today or tomorrow. I haven't decided yet because I haven't written it yet because I'm doing this at nine in the morning, Monday morning. Happy Monday to you all. Good phase two to you, sir. Good phase two. Um, and Dating Amber is a coming of age story and a coming out story. And it is, it's a very, very good film, guys. It actually is really enjoyable. It's only an hour and a half and... You mightn't have Amazon Prime, but I think you can still rent them off Amazon for like, I don't know, a couple of euro or whatever, you know, like YouTube. So, you know, if you don't want to buy it, I'm sure you can rent it. Um, It is a really, really nice film. It's about these two kids in school who, they're not friends, but they're both gay. They're both not comfortable with coming out yet. So they decide, and they're getting ridiculed by their peers, um, and they're not, you know, their parents don't fully understand them. So to get past this, they decide to start going out together in a fake, straight, a pretend straight relationship. And hilarity ensues, as you would imagine, and they end up going on, like, trips to Dublin, and they end up going to, like, a, a nightclub, and... They explore their sexualities further, and the boy is not as comfortable in his sexuality as the girl is, and all the while they have this plan to go and end up living in um, London after school, and towards the end of the movie, um, the boy isn't sure whether he should... um, stay and join the cadets like his dad did because they live in Kildare and the Curra or move to London and the girl isn't sure what to do at the end either. It's a really, really good movie. There, are, there's, It's not perfect. There are some parts that I didn't love, but I thought it was a very good movie. I enjoyed it. And as, as I said, it was only a fucking, 
it's only a fucking hour and a half, you know? I mean, you can't, you have nothing to lose there by sitting down, so you can turn it off after 20 minutes if you don't like it. But I would definitely recommend it anyways. Um, so the, the I'll go through the cast briefly, the main cast now. Um, Fiona O'Shea, you might know Fiona O'Shea from, uh, what's the fucking show? Normal People. He's the really dickhead D4 boyfriend of uh, Marianne. Um, I have I haven't seen the rest of the normal people, guys. We 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 um we got rid of Virgin Media, so we're only watching Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus and stuff here in the house. So I haven't actually been able to watch any TV recently, and it doesn't bother me that much. I will try and watch uh, Normal People um, ASAP. Because I, I like the first six episodes and I'd like to talk about that someday too on the podcast. But Fiona O'Shea is in Normal People. He's the dickhead D4 boyfriend. He's in this. He's the lead. He's Eddie. Um, he is, He's very, very good. He's a brilliant actor. He's a, he's a good comedic actor. I think he's a bit like, you know, you could underestimate him coming in because you've seen him be the dickhead. And then in this, he saw like trying to maintain the image of being straight but like in an overtly um not feminine but like you know he's trying to be so straight that he has pictures of like military men with their tops off on the wall he's like yeah yeah i'm a man i have military posters on my wall i have these bullets that look like dicks on my nightstand and stuff and you're like okay this he's overcompensating obviously you know um, he's extremely good in this. Uh, Lola Pettigrew plays Amber, and she's unreal. It, it, there's something about these '90s shows, man, where the female lead just kind of outshines almost everyone else in any scene she's in. She's very sure of herself, while also not having a clue what she's going to do. She has this plan. Amber has this plan for London. It's all set out. She's like, I'm going to live in Camden. I'm going to write for a punk zine. I'm going to support myself. And then Eddie's like, oh, I might come with you, actually. And she's like, well, I don't know if a punk zine can support you, too. And he's like, can it support one person? And she's like, I don't know. So it's very, very, very good. Um, their chemistry is brilliant as friends. Um, they're they're fantastic. Laura Pettigrew, definitely one to watch out for, as is Fiona Shea. But watch out for Laura Pettigrew. These 90s shows, like 90s theme shows, the, the female lead always steps out. Same as Sex Education. Maeve Wiley, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, Sharon Horgan and Barry Ward play Eddie's parents. And Sharon Horgan is one of my favourite Irish actresses. Uh, she was in Military Wives there recently. I actually reviewed that on my blog, I believe. I actually, I'm nearly sure I did. If I didn't, disregard. But she is fantastic. And her and Barry Ward are very good in this. Barry Ward is one of my favourite Irish actors as well. He's been in loads of stuff recently. He's actually having a bit of an old renaissance in his career. Um, but they're very good as kind of, as Eddie's parents who are fighting because Eddie's like, you know, trying to keep up the image of being straight. And he thinks the ultimate image of being straight is being in the army. And his dad, who is in the army and is not pushing him, but is is at the same time you know kind of behind the scenes he's like how how many push-ups did you do today and all this shit like you know and then that causes fights between um the parents and they're very funny there's a very very good scene where um eddie and 
Amber come back from Dublin and they weren't meant to be out all night and they came back all night and Eddie's parents and Amber's parents are shouting at each other and it's just a scene of about 20 seconds of the two mothers going, fuck you, no, fuck you, no, fuck you. I was hilarious. Um, but that's the main cast. Um, special shout out has to go to Evan O'Connor, who is um, plays Eddie's younger brother Jack. He is hilarious. Like you just have to watch the trailer and you'll see the younger brother talking about the brother's relationship. It is so so funny. Um, a few bits about the movie. I do love the '90s setting and vibe. Like as I said, it's um, it's very. It's almost like, now I know we were in school and like, I was in school anyways in the mid-2000s or whatever, but that's it wasn't that far off. When we started in first year in 2006, it wasn't that far off like the 90s vibe, you know, our school in Blarney was just getting done, so it was still not, not, um, not like unkempt or anything, but you know, it wasn't the school it is today. Um, so it almost, it's brings it's a bit nostalgic, even though, you know, in 1995 when this movie was set, I was one years old. You know, but love the 90s setting and vibe. Um, the fashion in these movies, like you know, like set, sex education, and um, like even like the Goldbergs on E4 and dating Amber now, like you know, it's a lot of like cycling jackets um like matching tracks with jackets i always find it hilarious anyways like but um lola pettigrew as i said one to watch out for definitely she uh, stole every scene she was in um the only kind of i'm not going to ruin this too much like because there's a lot more to unpack in this uh film even though it's only an hour and a half maybe it should possibly could have been longer or else I think I saw Michael Fry on Twitter say that it would have been good as a six-part series, um, which is a, is is very is probably correct actually because they could have explored a lot more in the hour and a half, made it longer, made it like two hours. Because I would have watched it because I really enjoyed it, but um, I wish they explored the relationship between Eddie and um, the other gay cadet. It starts off and it's like this guy's helping Eddie out and stuff and you're like, oh, the, the, you know, immediately because we watch so many films, you're like, oh, that guy could be gay. And then Eddie sees him at a nightclub and Eddie's after kissing this guy and he sees your man. He's like, oh, fuck, this guy is going to tell on me I'm not going to become a cadet. And your man comes over and Eddie runs away and... Eddie sees him at like cadet training the next the next weekend or something and your man's like, oh, you're not going to tell anyone, are you? And Eddie walks away and, you know, I wish they explored that further. There is a scene, not a, there's not really resolution in it when uh, they meet at the bar, your man's working in the bar and Eddie's pissed off his head because he's still trying to maintain his heterosexuality even though, you know, everybody around him knows at this stage, like, but I wish they explored that further because I felt like there was more to unpack with that. Like they could have had, if it was a six-part series, they definitely could have talked more and possibly even Eddie could have had a boyfriend, you know. Um, but still very, very good. I, it's not really a criticism. I just wish that was explored more. I'd like to see it maybe in a different show. If they made a show on this subject, like, you know, maybe explore that a bit further. 
Um, and finally, at the very end, I, I, I did feel bad for Lola. Um, you know, this is spoiler alert now. Spoiler alert, f- fast forward about one or two minutes there. Um, and I'll be talking about something else. But I felt bad for Lola's character at the end. Um, because she gives Eddie all her stuff and he goes to London instead. And I didn't really understand that because, you know, Eddie didn't have a bad relationship with his parents and his mother knew and I think he knew that and his dad definitely would have accepted him. Um, But he, it shows him, you know, he's going to London and he's not telling anyone and I just felt like, no, it only shows him on the train so maybe he was going back home or something. But I don't like no, it wasn't no, he was leaving and I just felt like that wasn't Eddie's character, you know? Because he was he was still very close with his family, no matter what, you know. Um and Lola I don't you know, she kinda sacrificed her own happiness. I didn't totally understand that, I'll be honest. Now maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm I didn't maybe I just you know didn't pick it up right or whatever, but I felt like it went against Eddie's character. So that kind of lost a few points for me at the very, very end. But I still like it because, you know, this movie is definitely something different to, like, your action movies or your comedies that you'll watch on um, on a Friday, Saturday night. So definitely give that a shot, guys. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. And as I said before, if you don't have Amazon Prime have you, and you've never signed up to it before, you can sign up for, I think it's like a, a two-week trial or something, or a month trial, and then you can cancel it. So even just sign up for the month. You might like it, you might not, but sign up, have a look at the movie, and cancel it again, okay? You heard it here first. So that was um, Dating Amber. And, you know, it's got a good rating on IMDb, but that's, there's only like 358 ratings. But still, seven out of ten, I would give it a se- I would give it a seven out of ten, seven or eight out of ten, definitely. Um, I very rarely rate movies low, but that's just me. Um, so that that's dating Amber, definitely worth a watch, and it's only an hour and a half, guys. Um, you know, really, really, there's a very funny scene where with involving Eddie and his his maths teacher. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, but other than that, guys, I'm going to talk about one or two more things. So going to talk a bit. I was talking last week about um, Unforgotten. And I finished season one and finished season three. So there's three seasons on Netflix Ireland. There is a fourth season to come out, but I think it, it was pushed back because of COVID. Um, wow. What a show. I'm putting it out there now. I've said before, Happy Valley was my favorite show. Paranoid is my favorite show. Dr. Foster season one was my favorite show. Unforgotten is my favorite show. It is fantastic. It is absolutely brilliant. Um, Obviously, with anything you love, there's going to be some funny things like, but... I think that it was definitely the the only funny thing is like at the start of every episode or not the start of but the start of every season they find a new body and they don't know who the body belongs to yet but like uh DC Stewart um is giving like an emotional speech it's like guys 
let's give this body a home let's find who this belongs to and you're like it's really really emotional like five minutes into the episode and you're like okay I hope it's on one of these shows and it's not it does there are emotional bits but it's so well acted um DC Cassie Stewart um is played by Nicola Walker I believe is what I said last week anyways so let's just double check that <laughs> yeah Nicola Walker plays DC Cassie Stewart Sanjeev Vascar plays Sonny Khan um they're the two main they're all they're in every episode um it's fucking brilliant, guys. Just give it a watch. Each episode is about 50 minutes long, an hour long, but you will get hooked straight away. Um, and it deals with everything, like it deals with racism, homophobia, paedophilia. Um, and I promise you, you will not know who did it. You will not have a clue who did it up until the moment before they tell you. I swear to God, like even... Episode even season two, not a clue. Season three, not a clue up until the very end, and then there was even another twist there. So I cannot wait for season four. I'm so excited for that to come out. Um, that was just brilliant TV, and it's on Netflix Ireland. Everyone has Netflix, or so someone you know has Netflix. Give that a watch. And the final thing I watched this week is um more serious again. Jeffrey Epstein, the the documentary on Netflix about him. So yesterday it came out that the U.S. Department of Justice demanded Prince Andrew, or Prince, what what is his name, Prince Andrew, to go to the U.S. for questioning, which is fantastic for the victims of the Jeffrey Epstein case because if, you know, hopefully they'll bring more out of it. You know, hopefully they will get more um, perpetrators to come forward and stuff. Uh, You know, who knows? I mean, I know Bill Clinton was on his jet like 26 times or something in the space of two years. Bill Clinton, yeah, that was Bill Clinton. Um, Donald Trump knew him for years. And then, you know, you see like after Jeffrey Epstein was arrested you see like oh no we fell out many years ago we haven't talked in years and it's like okay man he has dirt on you but the documentary is very good in that it gives a voice to the victims you know i think most of us knew not a lot about the case but enough about the case but never knew anything about the victims whereas this series does give a voice to those victims and it shows them not not as victims you know as victims but as survivors as strong women who were targeted by this powerful older man who knew what he was doing and it was just an evil piece of shit. But it shows these women as survivors who are still living their normal day-to-day lives and hopefully this new development um, with Prince Andrew will give more of them closure, especially Virginia Roberts-Jufri. Um but that is a that's I don't want to say a good watch. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a compelling watch to watch. That it's only a four part documentary series. I would definitely recommend it. Um, but yeah, okay, guys, just want to say before I go, that's what we watched. So we covered Dating Amber, Unforgotten, and Jeffrey Epstein. There, um, 
apologies now if the quality of the podcast i don't think the i don't think the quality of the podcast has gone down um I've kind of gotten into the groove um definitely next week i know I, I definitely i will definitely have that podcast about the different armies up um that'll start getting planned this week now um just to go over a few things from the start i've started a subscription service if anybody would like the beauty of it is you don't have to because you're still going to get all these you know a lot of these things for free um and like that you know i don't want anybody to think i'm sounding like you know too big for my own boots like oh you're getting this for free but um you know katie has made me realize and i've started realizing myself like you know you have to value yourself and i am doing a good bit of effort and work to put into these like reviews and stuff and nobody's asking for them i realize that but why not give it a shot you know hopefully in a year or two years time i'm working in a radio station or you know writing my own things full time like that'd be the ideal and i'd be you know much happier with that but it's only a five or a month price of a milk price of a milk a month guys you know um and you get you know, bonus stuff and personalized stuff if you wish. Um, also released another sketch yesterday, um, Karen and Tiernan. So give that a watch. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check it out, please. Um, finally, um, wrote a poem yesterday, guys. If anybody would like to check out that out, The Swan King of Nace. It's on my WordPress. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram again, okay? So just want to say thanks so much for listening. Thanks for all the support. Enjoy phase two, but remember to maintain social distancing. Um, I just want to say that I haven't forgotten about the Black Lives Matter movement. I know I haven't done anything on it this week, but I'm trying to educate myself about racism in Ireland first before I start talking shite. (coughs) Excuse me. And um, I just want to say thanks to everyone again. You're all legends. I love you all. And thanks again to Rusty Gray for the music, the outro music. Here he is, guys. Hear him sing. Goodbye. Uh, Have a great one. This is one. nothing that you've seen before. Yeah. This is not something for the green sea low. This is something that we need dope. Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows, or take you lit talks about life. That's just in second breakfast. Two themes in one podcast. Huh, this man is restless. He got just what you seek in Scrambler. He is the wrath peaking Rambler.